Welcome to the Gridiron Goodies Podcast. I am your host, as always, Stephen Scott. And on today's episode, I will preview the remaining games of Week 7, hand out a little betting advice, and get into some top sleepers in fantasy. We'll start off with my top 5 watchable games. First up, we have one of the best matchups of the week. The 5-1 Detroit Lions are visiting the 4-2 Baltimore Ravens at home. The Ravens enter this game as a 3-point favorite. The Lions have one of the best offenses in the league, ranking top 5 in almost all statistical categories, and doing so against some of the best defenses. Their running game takes a big blow, however, with David Montgomery out. The offensive line has been great all year, and I don't expect a massive drop-off for Craig Reynolds and Jameer Gibbs. Jared Goff and the passing attack continues to be one of the more fun-to-watch groups in the league. Amon Ross St. Brown and Sam Laporta are his go-to guys. But against this defense, don't be too shocked if Josh Reynolds has a big day. The Ravens' defense has looked stout and ranks top five in the league against the passing game, running game, and scoring. Aside from the Bengals game against a broken Joe Burrow, this was against some of the more lackluster offenses in the league. This matchup against the Lions will be their toughest so far. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens offense has struggled to keep drives alive and put up points. He's always a threat on the ground, and I'm curious to see how the Lions will try to scheme against this. Mark Andrews, like always, is Jackson's favorite target, but it seems like Zay Flowers is becoming a semi-trusted receiver. Semi-trust? Gus Edwards is a bruiser, and Detroit seems to handle those backs fairly well. A wild card here could be Justice Hill catching passes out of the backfield. The Lions' defense, compared to the Ravens, is far more battle-tested this year, and more trustworthy in my eyes. The individual matchup between Aiden Hutchinson and Lamar Jackson has to be one of the most exciting in this game. Will the Lions choose to use his athleticism to spy Jackson, or will they set him free and attack? The Lions are for real, and I'm not sure that the Ravens' defense is. Their offense definitely hasn't been. I'm taking the Lions to win on the money line. Records and stats do not matter much on this next AFC West throwdown between the visiting 2-3 LA Chargers and the 5-1 Kansas City Chiefs at home. These two teams always seem to produce explosive games, and I see no reason why this one would be any different. The Chiefs roll into this matchup as 5.5 point favorites. Mahomes to Kelsey continues to be this offense's primary connection. Rasheed Rice and Kadarius Toney are great in their roles as secondary targets. I don't see why there is so much concern for Mahomes to have a primary wideout. This offense is built differently than in past seasons. They have a stout defense and can run the ball effectively to pick up first downs. They face a Chargers defense that has done a great job of bringing pressure, but typically this is a bad idea. I'm interested to see how their pass rush performs against the elusiveness of Mahomes. Their secondary has been a problem, and if Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack cannot contain Mahomes in the backfield, he may pick this defense apart. 
the Chargers' offense, even with the return of Austin Eckler, struggled to get much going last week and may continue to do so against this Chiefs defense. Eckler only had 27 yards rushing in his return against the Cowboys, and I'd like to see him get more work to the outside, away from Chris Jones. Keenan Allen should continue to be Herbert's go-to guy, especially with Mike Williams being out for the season. Both Eckler and Allen will need to be featured heavily in this game. These two teams always play it close down to the wire. The Chiefs let them hang around, and the Chargers will charger at the end. I think that the Chiefs take this one, but don't cover. I'm taking the Chargers to keep it within the spread. This next game is another awesome matchup, as both teams are playing their offensive strengths against the opponent's defensive weaknesses. We have the 5-1 Miami Dolphins visiting the also 5-1 Philadelphia Eagles at home. The Eagles enter this contest as 2.5 point favorites. Miami's offense ranks first in every category. Tua to Tyreek Hill is the best combo in the league. Tua's ability to get the ball out quickly and Hill's ability to get open quickly is a perfect pairing. Their only weakness is a good pass rush on Tua, which this defense of the Eagles can definitely do. Can Tua get the ball out before Hassan Reddick and the big boys up front get to him? If so, this middling secondary of the Eagles may have a really bad day. It's not just the passing game the Eagles need to be worried about. Miami has a great rushing attack as well. Mostert has been impressive both in the running game and in the passing. The Eagles defense, however, ranks top five in the league against the run. He might have a rough day on the ground. Philly's offense left much to be desired last week against the Jets, especially in the passing game. Hertz had his worst game of the season and threw three interceptions. Now historically, Vic Fangio and his bend but don't break defenses can be ran on, especially up the middle. This is where the Eagles' bread is buttered. DeAndre Swift and Jalen Hurts up the gut should be how the Eagles' offense gets back on track. I could see them both having a huge day on the ground. We essentially have a great passing game of the Dolphins versus a bad pass defense of the Eagles, and a great Eagles rushing game versus a bad Dolphins run-stopping unit. I have to go with the better passing team in this matchup. I'm taking the Dolphins on the money line. On to my next sneaky good matchup, we have the 1-5 Arizona Cardinals versus the 3-2 Seattle Seahawks at home. These two teams are both scrappy this year and always play each other tough. The Seahawks enter this game as 7.5 point favorites. This one should be fun. The Cardinals have an underrated rushing attack which did take a big hit with James Conner heading to IR. Keontae Ingram seems to have taken over as lead back and ended his outing last week with a 4.0 yards per carry average. It's Josh Dobbs you have to be aware of though. His scrambles for first down are impressive and somewhat under the radar. However, they face a rush defense of Seattle who has looked great at times and ranks first in yards allowed per carry with 3.2. Arizona's passing game ranks towards the bottom of the league in both yards per attempt and touchdowns scored. 
They square off against a bend-but-don't-break defense, allowing a middling 6.4 yards per attempt and 7 touchdowns through the air. There's potential for success here, but there's also potential for disaster. The Seahawks' offense has been fairly inconsistent this year, against the Cardinals' defense, who has been equally inconsistent. This should be entertaining at the very least. I'm going to take the Cardinals to keep it within the spread. Next, we have the Monday night matchup between the 5-1 San Francisco 49ers and the 2-4 Minnesota Vikings. The Niners enter this game as 7-point favorites. The 49ers offense ranks towards the top of the league in everything, but may be without CMC, Debo Samuel, and Trent Williams. It might not matter too much though, as they face a defense who has struggled in every aspect with any sort of consistency. It's National Tight Ends Day, with or without CMC and Debo, Kittle is poised to have a big game here. I'm curious to see if this offense comes out firing right out of the gate to show that last week was a one-off, especially if they're not having to battle that same officiating crew again. There's definitely some truth to the Kirk Cousins struggles in the nightlights narrative. I don't see that story turning around against the Niners' defensive unit, especially with Justin Jefferson still out. I'm going to take the Niners to win and cover the spread. And that brings us to my speed round. First up, we have Falcons at Bucks. The Bucks are favored by two and a half points. The Falcons' running game will stall against Vita Vea and that Tampa Bay defense. Bucks win and cover the spread. Raiders at Bears. Raiders are favored by two and a half points. Justin Fields' mobility will keep Max Crosby at bay. I'm going to take the Bears on the money line. Browns at Colts. Browns are favored by three points. The Browns teamed up with the refs and are riding a high from their fraudulent win over the Niners. They'll use that juice to beat the Colts and cover the spread. Commanders at Giants. Commies are favored by three. The Giants don't even have an offensive line. The Commies will win and cover the spread. Bills at Patriots. Bills are favored by eight and a half points. The league has done a great job of holding the Patriots' face in the dirt. The Bills will gladly take their turn and cover while doing so. Steelers at Rams. Rams are favored by three. The offensive firepower of the Rams will be too much for the Steelers' defense to handle. The Steelers' offense will struggle as per the usual. The Rams will win and cover. Packers at Broncos. Packers are favored by one and a half points. Now my Broncos fandom definitely gets in the way of making a rational decision here, and I cannot pick against them. I'm taking the donkeys on the money line, but I advise you to maybe fade this pick. All right, that's it for the speed round. We'll go ahead and take a quick break right here. Welcome back. Let's jump into my best bets for the weekend. For my top five straight up bets, we have Jonu Smith to score a touchdown, Josh Reynolds to score a touchdown, Donald Parham 
to score a touchdown, Jalen Warren to score a touchdown, and Stefan Diggs to also score a touchdown. Now for our top three-leg parlay, we have Bijan Robinson over three and a half receptions, Brian Robinson over seven and a half receiving yards, and Isaiah Pacheco over 14 and a half receiving yards. Next, we'll go ahead and do a five-leg parlay consisting of Travis Kelsey over 75 and a half yards receiving, Dallas Goddard over 39 and a half yards receiving, Raheem Mostert over two and a half receptions, Kenneth Walker over 11 and a half receiving yards, and Gabe Davis over 38 and a half receiving yards. That'll do it for my best bets. Let's go ahead and get into some fantasy advice. My top five sleepers of the week are going to be Jaleel McLaughlin, A.J. Dillon, Rasheed Rice, Curtis Samuel, and Johnny Smith. And that'll do it for my top sleepers of the week. Now overall, this week is chalked full of exciting matchups, especially the primetime games. Best of luck to you and whatever team you root for. I hope everyone has a great weekend, and I'll see you next time.